Welcome to Talking in Stations. It's June 15th. I am Matterall here with Nick Bison. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Good. We're also joined by Shen. Yeah, let's do that again. Say your name again or say hello. Yeah, I got you low again. I'll turn you up. Okay, so uh, things we're going to go over today, it's the Galente Day. Um, that is something that came through. It's a Galente Federation Day, as you can see. We'll look into that a little bit. I think we're going to do more of this tomorrow with Ashtarathi. He's been doing some stuff on it, so he'll bring his experience in, and we'll uh, review it with him. Uh, we'll also have uh, a look at some of the patch notes that came through today. So it's a patch day. Um, we might uh, look at uh, the login rewards, so make sure that you are aware that there are seven new days. We were just coming off of, I think, a previous seven days for the CSM election, and oh, yeah. The election ended this morning, or uh, downtime. All right, where should we start, Shen? I mean, I guess we should start with the the new block that came out. Or no, I, I know where to start. Uh, we should start with the trailer for the Galente uh, Federation. Oh, okay, that's where we'll start then. Here's the trailer for Galente Federation. I like where your head's at. Let's see what that looks like. Hundreds of worlds, billions of people. Our strength is our diversity. Our tolerance lends us unity. But cross us and you will swiftly find the steel beneath the velvet. Above all, know this, my fellow citizens. Our Federation is the light of liberty, shining in the darkness. Oh, yeah. Sound was going through there. Uh, it was just you couldn't hear it because it's not being piped through what we're talking about. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you. You are correct. I just found that. Let's actually put that back so we can have a look at it. Um, yeah. So this was an interesting uh, Galente thing. Whoever's writing this stuff is a fantastic writer. You'll feel the steam below the vent, I think it was. What a line. That's got all kinds of uh, cyberpunk uh, vibe to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for like another like game that's related to Eve, just on the planets and actually interacting with all the NPCs and all the buildings and the ships. Yeah, just it would be awesome. Well, uh, it's funny because when I joined Eve Online in two thousand eight, uh, the expansion was called Quantum Rise, and if you watch the Quantum Rise expansion, uh, which we can do, is let's see if we can find it real quick. Was uh, really cool because you got the sensation that there was life on planets because they actually showed that and i thought how do i land <laughs> for a long time i was like i want to get down to the planets i'll play that video now you won't hear it nick but uh, don't worry it'll, it'll be playing Wrapping up financial news, commodity prices fell on profit-taking for trading runs, but the manufacturing sector rallied on economic data showing a sharp increase in orders for Starship components. Meanwhile, an increase in mining yield for the period indicates... Um, we have a breaking story. This is live footage of the Rattles border in solitude where Imperial Navy warships have just crossed... Wait, correction. We have reports now that those ships belong to the Amarian Royal Air Urium Cador, not the Imperial. They've opened fire. I don't believe it. 
Amarian Air Uriam Kador has just launched a personal invasion of Federation space, which just months ago was invaded by... I'm sorry, we're getting more footage now. Okay, heavy fighting is underway between forces in... Look! Military experts are calling this a sinusoral field. Hundreds, maybe thousands of ships are coming through. Federation counterattack. The Galentians are fighting back with everything they've got. Look, a Federation Titan has just come through. There's no escaping them now. There it is, Quantum Rise. Yeah, and that yeah. was just before I started, so I got to see the trailer. About my, you know, after I started, so this was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting because if you were coming to Eve Online and you saw that, you saw market play, you saw news, you saw uh, surface air combat, dogfighting over, you know, in the atmosphere. The idea of it was like super intoxicating because you had this massive world, but then you also had uh, some reality and immersive qualities to it that as you play the game, start to disappear, right? There is no surface combat. In fact, the closest thing we've ever gotten to it was, um, was it last year? I think they did in the winter. I think it was the winter uh, event. They had some in-atmosphere fighting over ice planets or something, and you were just kind of in a white fog. That was a that was the closest I'd seen. I thought, oh, this is promising, but they didn't really do much else with that. Um, but the point was quantum... Uh, really brought you down to the planet. And I think this is what the Galenti one does too. It's it's showing you the city. We'll play it here without some sound here. Uh, and you can see, you know, what the traffic looks like in atmosphere. And you can see weather and uh, here you're just above the planet. So you get, you get that uh, cohesiveness. There's a couple things here that are, um, that stood out to me as far as immersion goes, right? One is like Galente, um, thousands of planets, mil billions of people. And uh, I'm just thinking like, um, there probably be more than billions, probably trillions, but I, I don't, I don't really know, you know, it could be hundreds of billions. And but that still feels, if you think about China and India in this planet that we have, they're 1.3 billion each. If you're going to talk about hundreds, thousands of planets across Galente space, I feel like the population should be bigger. But then again, it was, you know, a new, a new beginning to the whole mankind kind of thing so maybe they're taking some time to get up to those numbers but i don't know just a little bit uh it, it feels a little sparse with just billions and the other thing this only shows one planet one cosmopolitan planet which is gorgeous but again it's not expansive it's almost like showing you one city and one district and one planet and you have thousands and thousands of planets so i would like to have seen some and this, of course, takes a lot longer. It takes more people to develop art and all that other stuff. But um, I would like to have seen a more ex something that felt more expansive. Kind of, kind of on the humorous side of that, uh, watching them, my one of my nephews showed me that trailer, and that's how he talked me into we downloaded Eve together. And I was telling him after seeing that, I want to play the Valente. And he looks at me and he goes, I'm going to be in a Mar and shoot you. And so that's how we started our first characters is so we could go after each other. <laughs> Usually people join Eve online with friends. You joined with enemies. It's hilarious. What do you think, Shen? 
it, it looks really good, but this is only the first one out of the four that CCP promised us that we would get. So this just made me more excited for the next three that's going to come up. And it does give a flavor of Galente. I really like this lady's haircut. I think that looks very Galente. If you ever saw the old artwork... I think that's, I think that's the president or like the prime minister or whatever, the head of uh, Galente Federation. I think that's, a, that's the case. Is that right? Huh. Well, I mean, yeah, you see her picture on the poster and on this trailer, so it must be. I think. Well, I don't know. Sometimes they just show like some stylish version. They don't necessarily show the power players. They show the the everyday life kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's the art asset that somebody created, put a lot of work into. You want to use that as much as you can. Um, literally, when you're doing artwork this fine, it you can't just create a ton of it without a big staff and. Um, you know, they've got other things to design too. They've got other races to work on and all this other stuff. So this is, this is where you really feel the limitation of resources uh, that CCP has. And they do a good job with what they have. But without good planning, without good thinking about what's the use case, uh, what's the immersive quality to this stuff, it looks refined, but it feels small. I think, I think they should rethink that. And that was one of the advantages of the original origin story which, which we can take a look at here. Let's see if I can find that. Because I, I, I think that's where they got it right, because they basically took stills and just moved the camera with stills. And, that's, and that felt big. It wasn't gorgeous and beautiful and refined, but it felt really big. Earth, a world outgrown scarred by war and burdened with the advance of our ancestors, compelled the first voyages across space in a desperate quest to colonize other worlds. Space, its timeless boundaries and infinite horizons, forged the creation of stargates that could bridge the immense distances between the stars. Through mastery of this technology, mankind ventured deeper into the cosmos. We're just going to give you a flavor. We won't play the full four minutes, but uh, what I was saying earlier when I was muted was that this, this wasn't as refined, the artwork wasn't as refined, but because they're using 2D stills from concept artists and they're sweeping the cameras with pans and uh, zooms, it feels, and with the music sitting there oppressively, it, it feels bigger. This is one thing that I talked to uh, Hilmar about. I said, do you ever regret leaving a lot of that flavor behind? You know, Galente's looked a certain way. Minimitar looked a certain way. The, the facial expressions were bizarrely twisted on the characters and so when you when you created a character that was a pirate he looked like somebody who was a pirate instead we have uh, artwork that looks good but it lost a lot of character when i asked Hilmar that he's like nope nope won't even consider that we don't look back we look forward um but i, I don't think uh the wormhole leading to I don't know if you understood the whole uh, the point of that was was sometimes 
lower tech, more expansive is more desirable if you're living in the imagination of the place in, instead of the reality of you know what the gameplay looks like and everything. You see how creepy that looks? Now we're on a snow planet and it's desolate and uh, it's very shadowy and the last remnants of our race struggle to adapt and survive. Looks lonely too. It looks dark. It looks cold. It looks lonely. It looks it looks depopulated. Yet it has like here you you can feel the occult in it. Uh, shadowy figures, bright lights, silhouettes, scale. They're playing with scale with the little. Mm, priest down there with a giant doorway. You look at Minmatar, and Minmatar has uh, uh, a lot of sharp edges. Even their um, their ships have sharp edges. They're, they're using big axes. They have cyber guns. Like uh, Galente, softer corners. Obviously, different color, but you have a lot more. Um, you, you have a lot more. The Caldaria oh, uniqueness to yeah. each of the different races. Yeah, and Caldaria is very square. Like, everything seems square, whereas Galente was very round. But you can see some of the same influences. And they're all using, like, armament. So this, what I like about this one, and this especially, right, when they sweep across the landscape and you see an orbital bombardment, is you get the... You get the feeling that you're in a place that's, that's big. And then finally, the last scene is this uh, voyage, which doesn't have anything moving, right? But it it has, uh, and this always has this picture, the promise of exploration and movement and scale with all these freighters moving. Again, they did a lot more with less. It doesn't mean what they did today was uh, shabby at all. It was professional and beautiful and very science fiction, but it does feel a little bit limited. Personally, love to see the city, and this is the first time a city's come to life in such detail. Yeah, and I think the artwork uh, has improved over the years as well. We can see a lot more animation, uh, a lot more lighting as well um, in the in the new trailer. Uh, there's a lot more what life uh, lighting and like animations in, yeah. in this new trailer than compared to the last one that you've shown. You've shown. Oh yeah, it's it's leagues different. Uh, I just mean when you when you're trying to make something this beautiful, you're not going to get the expansion of uh, the previous stuff. It's just too hard to make all those assets. Too hard to put all that time into it. Um, even though they did a new origin trailer and they did put a lot of time and assets into it, it didn't it didn't quite measure up the character of the old stuff. I also wonder with the quadrant system pushing, you know, everything so, you know, much more rapidly. I, I realize it's probably different teams that do the artwork for that, but I wonder how much it impacts each other time-wise. Yeah, they've got a lot to do. We did hear when we interviewed CCP uh, a few days ago was, um, I'll have to look at my cheat sheet over here. CCP Emerald uh, was the one that was behind, uh, I think, a lot of this stuff. She works in the marketing department, and she was saying there were going to be four trailers, one for each race, uh, on their given birthdays or their anniversary celebrations. And I think Galente might have been the first one, so we'll see three more. 
this is what she was talking about. So instead of one, we get three, sorry, four trailers. We get three more after this one. So pretty cool. Uh, okay, next thing is, and this is all related to this Federation Day. Again, we'll we'll talk a lot more about this tomorrow. But this is the Federation Day YC123, uh, which is June 20th. And YC123 uh, is the year uh, inside of EVE. That's how they, they s- what, star date, space date, something, the year. And June 20th stays the same. Uh, and this is, I'll read this, uh, fellow capsuleers and citizens of the Federation, with great joy I announce this year's event to celebrate the Federation Day YC-123 in Luminaire. We invite every capsuleer and Federation citizen to join us in Luminaire on June 20th, Sunday, starting at 1800 Eve time to see the fireworks and attend the festivities regarding this yearly celebration. So that's in five days. That's the 15th today. And uh, talks about the sponsors, talks about the fireworks, uh, and then it falls way out of character. Pimp your ride. Uh, your Miss and Mr. Federation pageant, Congo line, notable, just falls right out of character into a gaming company uh, language. So they're talking to you, the player, to do things uh, in the game that are fun, but they're using language that is... Uh, not dressed up very much anymore. All right, well, there you go. So we'll check that out. We'll have some... uh, Wow, look at this. This is a Galente Federation 2007. Shall we look at that? Oh, absolutely. Let's see the improvements from uh, like that goes for a while classical music hyperion and uh raven exchanging volleys of uh missiles and uh there's hyperion getting hit that's weird you remember the nebulas used to be just single color and uh this would have been dodixie area uh that had that that uh, constellation had a red it was weird dodixie was actually a red system uh all right wow yeah we were talking about how the graphics have come along so anyway, you can check that out, and then they have information on previous years too, which is really cool. Look how comprehensive this list is. Fantastic. And then 2020, this would have been the last year. We'll have a look at that. Sorry, like the we can't, on- can't hear you over the music, but I'll stop it there. Oh, okay. okay. Again, you can check these out when uh, you go to the uh, link that I'll provide you with now. Valente Federation Day. And we shall check it out uh, tomorrow with a little more detail. So that is that. Let's go to patch notes. Not yeah. a great yeah. deal in there, but we got some. Uh, some looks- are in the patch notes, some are in the, uh, the blog split into half basically uh say that again so, like some information uh are in the uh patch note uh that, 
that that's released today. But uh, other things like uh, the sales uh, in the Eve store is not mentioned here. I think. Okay, so these are just the things from the celebration. And was there any actual changes? This looks like not today. Not that I saw. Uh, there, there are new landmarks uh, in three systems right now. And, oh. Uh, yeah, and, and the new login rewards give you a special, I, I don't think it's a special, like a, a Galente Federation expert uh, pack. Uh, and if you fly in Galente space, you get uh, faster warp speed, I think. Yeah, a special warp uh, velocity bonus will apply to all capsuleer traveling with the Galente within the Galante Federation region. And with that, uh, so in the LP store, the Federal Strategic Material LP store, uh, there are new uh, skins that you can purchase with LP. Yeah, Strategic Material Defender skins. It's a uh, material, but I think it's spelled differently. I wonder if that's an error or if that means something else. Am I wrong? Yeah, Galante may just spell a little different. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I do not know. I think it's uh, maybe, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what that stands for. It might be a military thing. Some military stuff comes up when I see that. So not sure what that means. Um, maybe somebody in chat knows. Yeah, it may mean something else. So I think it is uh, strategic material defender skins. Uh, and you get that from Malos, Algos, uh, Myrmidon. And uh, you can get those at the Loyalty Point store. So I think the the Navy uh, parades, which I believe are the fireworks, will be Luminaire, Valor, that's the capital of faction war for uh, Galente, Dodixi, which is a trade hub, uh, Lersatan, Lersatan's, I think, in every shore, uh, Alente, and Orville. Orville is uh, in Placid, and then you have uh, Octaniv. I don't know where Octaniv is, but... Uh, basically all over the Federation, there'll be different uh, fireworks so that you can travel around and attend all these parties. Cool. All right, cool. Somebody sent me straight here. Um, thank you, Randy. Material or material refers to supplies, equipment, and weapons in military supply chain management. Yeah. Is Dodixie a trade hub? Yes. Dodixie is a trade hub. Valor, I think, is a trade hub too. It's just not a big hub, but all those places are... And, you know, they have equipment that you can get, and they mostly have what you need. Just as you get more and more specialized, uh, you you may actually want more specialized equipment, for, and you need that to get that at trade or at, at places that deal in uh, in bigger volumes, like Ajita or Anamar. Yeah, I think Dodixi is definitely a trade hub. Uh, I, with that, we have a new proving ground uh, coming up. Speak louder, please. A new what? Uh, a proving ground, uh, a bit a themed abyssal proving ground. Proving ground, okay. From June eighteenth and two twenty second. So this time is special, where it's two v two v two. So it's like three teams of two, but each team is consist uh, consists of uh, I think uh, heavy assault cruisers and uh, assault frigates. So it's one cruiser and one frigate. Yeah, because I think it says uh, Galente cruisers and assault frigates team team up for a free-for-all format that could get kind of fun there yeah and i think it's going to drive the price of those ships maybe a bit up since uh, it's this time it's their focus not on just one class of ship but one race of ship as well that's yeah. kind of yeah. no, that's a new not more novel thing 
in the past, all their uh, proving grounds is basically bring whatever you want of that class. Now they're tying it down to a race and a class. So they've got some more uh, more tricks up their sleeve. Uh, I don't have a link to it, uh, but I imagine it's in the. Was it in the patch notes? Yes. Not really. Yeah, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the patch note, but we don't have a full page for it yet. I think it's going to come up on the 18th or the 17th before the green ground really starts. Not really detailed yet. Got it. It just gave us a teaser. Right. It's also the sale. I don't know if you guys looked into that. Yeah. So the sale, uh, I think that linked uh, the page. So it's basically uh, when you buy when you buy a certain amount of Plex, uh, you will get uh, skins for those special ships. That's uh, that's Galente, That's from the Galente Federation. Yeah. These things look really good. I, I think one of the things that has improved dramatically without question is the, the skin technology that they're using now to paint ships. I remember they were experimenting with it. They actually made skins at first that you had to apply to a hull. So it was almost like creating a T2 ship. You had to have... A T1 variant and then or a ship basically, and then you have to put this package together with it, and you'd have to industrially build it. And then you would get a ship with a skin, and when that ship blew up, the skin went with it. And then they scrapped that whole technology and restarted it and said, okay, the skin sticks with the player, and you never lose it. You get to apply it whenever you want. And that totally changed um, skins in a way that actually made some friends quit who were just super excited to be able to build novelty, right? Like to specialize in a certain look of a certain ship and, and to build that. Uh, so those guys left, but uh, the guys that stuck around or the players that stuck around got to have skins uh, that they didn't have to worry about getting blown up. So, uh, but I think actually the shader engines or whatever they're using for graphics that have improved over time have just made skins uh, glow. That's what this looks like to me. Beautiful glowing skins. Yeah, it's nice stuff. Let's get so in. Dro dropping back on the 2v2v2, total chaos in the uh, chat. Uh, basically copied and pasted the base info from it. So that's that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Well, let's read it. Why not? Uh, over in the Abyssal Proving Grounds, a special 2v2v2 event comes to Galente Cruisers, uh, welcomes Galente Cruisers and Assault Frigates to do battle uh, at 11 UTC on June 18th. With teams limited to one cruiser and one Assault Frigate, this specialty, this specially balanced this specially balanced combat event promises to deliver a bounty of distinct and nail-biting action. The Thorax, Vexor, Celeste, Enyo, and Ishkur. Hulls are exclusively permitted to join the Proving Ground battles. So it's a Galente only. All right, new Black Ops. Uh, mass testing for the new Black Ops battleships. Group jumping mechanics uh, have been mass tested on the server. Some new info. Uh, the new group can jump... The new group jump can allow, oh, can only allow a max of 10 fleet members per jump with blacks, Black Ops at the same time. And I think on Sunday, if you watch Talking in Stations weekend, this was the starting point, 10. It may move higher, it may shrink, uh, but it is the starting point where they're testing things. So uh, some people talked about 25 ships would be more viable. And this makes sense if you're running a bomber fleet and you want to use these ships to jump a bomber fleet. 
Um, sometimes you need multiple waves of bombers and 10 may not be enough for multiple waves. You may have to have a second black ops. Um, who knows what the use cases are for having 25 ships instead of 10, but right now it's limited to 10. And I think those are more of wolf pack sizes rather than any kind of fleet size. Okay, let's look at some battles. And I'll just pop this one out here. Oh, this is Brave. Let me read the description, then we'll look at the stats there. So this happened in uh, KTAC X. That's Faith the Ballas. Looks like Dreadbomb took on Brave. Dreadbomb, for Dreadbomb formed 69 ships consisting of Loki Cerberus fleet. Uh, Brave formed with 117. It's about twice as much. Uh, well, less than that, actually. Uh, ships including Cerberus fleet. Dreadbomb lost 19 ships for about a 2 billion loss, and Brave lost 105 ships for a 12 billion loss. So this is a success for Dreadbomb. Let's have a look at that battle report. Uh, this just looks like it was... Uh, I don't see anything being fought over here. Who brought the, uh, the, the Claymores? Claymores and Lokis. That was... Oh, that was Dreadbomb. And one other battle. Uh, this is Wormholes. We'll bring that up. And in, uh, I don't know if I can read this whole thing. Uh, as you know, wormholes have designations. They don't have names. They uh, basically have J. They start with J, and that's for Jovian, which is the, I guess, the race, alien race that uh, inhibits uh, wormhole space. So it's called Jovian space or J space to hardcore wormholers. They don't call it wormhole space. In J140600, protean concept... Uh, fought yeah, Protean Concept font, fought Turbo Feed or Glory. I guess they have or oh, Turbo Feed or Glory. I see that's one complete name. So Pro, Proteon Protean formed with seventeen ships, including Balgorns, which are battleship size uh, capacitor drainers, basically empiric ships and sacrilegious. Turbo Feed formed twenty-two ship uh, Legion fleet. Those are T3 cruisers or Tech 3 cruisers. Protean Concept lost nine ships valued at five billion, and Turbo Feed lost six valued at two billion. So a little bit of a skirmish. Uh, Cerberus are hacks, um, heavy assault cruisers. They're Galente, and uh, they're fast. And they have a pretty uh, good punch. I don't know how tanky they are, though. That might be... I think they're kind of a kitey ship. Yeah, Serb's not Galente. Uh, that's the wrong sure. one. Where did it go? My bad. That was the wrong one I was looking at. But the information was still correct. It's just I was talking about the wrong fight. Here we go. This is the Balgorns and the uh, Legion fleet. And uh, if I look at this off the top, the uh, Turbo Feeder Glory kind of won the day on this one. So Protean Concept lost uh, a bit more, almost like a two and a half to one. Uh, I guess those Balgorns, they used to be dirt cheap. So I'm amazed that they came out to be so much. But... Um, I guess uh, the, the, the Legion has dropped in price. I'm not sure I trust that battle report to be accurate as far as percentages go. Uh, it depends. I know the Balgorns are on their way up because they are a faction battleship, but uh, I, I don't think that's a two or two and a half to one fight. At least the Legion was more valuable than, than it seems to be now. All right, those are the fights that we are tracking. And uh, what else do we have here? A lot of Federation stuff. Again, we're going to, don't want to get too into it because we're going to talk about it tomorrow, talk about what the details are. Um, but uh, just to let you know, there's a Plex sale, there's uh, login rewards, 
and there are parades or basically firework displays that you should catch up on. There's going to be new, um, a new tournament style thing in the Proving Grounds, all Galente ships. Uh, so check that out. And do you guys have anything else? I do not. Uh, nothing, nothing big happening on my side other than a lot of PI and a little bit of mining. Um, a couple more things here. The uh, Instagram or CCP show some team building ex- exercises. And in this case, they actually, because they're in Iceland, they actually went to the active volcano, which you can see in the background here on their Instagram. And uh, that thing is, is very active. You can see it splashing lava in the back there. It's created a gigantic, uh, what would they call that, magma field or something? You can see uh, these guys, I'm sure, are at a safe distance, but there they are walking around a crater. Only in Iceland, right? And I guess you have to helicopter in, I imagine. So they, uh, there's them boarding a helicopter. Or maybe that's the aerial view of it, which you can see here. Fantastic photographs. Whoever took these, they're beautiful. I'll give you that link now. These are definitely worth a look. And if you were a dev in Iceland, you might be a part of this. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure I would do this, but I can appreciate other people doing that. I was watching a number. I've been following that volcano on, on of all things, YouTube. Uh, there's almost daily pop-ups. But evidently, you can drive fairly close, and then it's about a two- to three-kilometer hike to where you can get the visuals that you're looking at. Yeah, so check out those pictures. It's the original one. It, it's funny the way it's shot. It feels... Uh, like they're not that far away from it, but I'm sure they're, you know, plenty safe. Wild. Okay, so that is the news we have today. Let me take a quick look at uh, Talking in Stations Discord, see if there were other topics that came up today that we are pursuing. Uh, did we show the new trailer for the Eve Academy? No, I don't know. We haven't showed the Academy. Let's do that. And that was up uh, here in the front. So we'll watch this Eve Academy. As you know, it's for. New players, returning players, and players that want to try something new, because if you haven't done it in EVE Online, regardless of how long you've been playing, you are a new player to that gameplay. So if I have never probed, I'm a new player to that. So that's what this is for, uh, to help you out, to give you more information on where to look for better resources. And, uh, and here you go. Let's look at this introduction to the Academy, your starter guide to New Eden. Universe where anything can happen. Let's start at the beginning. New recruits, on behalf of Concord, I would like to welcome you to the EVE Online's Academy. Great job in surviving so far. I'm quite amazed that you actually managed to get past those pirates earlier. You're about to take on an adventure like no other. The star cluster is filled with other capsuleers, and it's up to you if you work with them or against them. You can make a living as a peaceful explorer, or as an industrialist shaping the foundations of EVE's economy. If Concord is your thing, you can work yourself up the ranks as an enforcer or prove your prowess in a fleet as a soldier of fortune. Whatever your choice, we will lose many on the path of becoming a capsuleer. But I believe you have what it takes to become a capsuleer. In EVE Online, you forge your own path. This is EVE. You know, it's a crazy universe where anything can happen and however you want to do it, go for it. I'm the CEO of a industrial corporation in EVE Online. We're a five-man operation and we specialize in manufacturing and delivering fully fitted chips in bulk. 
I want to be on the side of the people who are fighting against the oppression, against the bad guys. And it's like a project. And you're kind of putting the pieces together by getting the skills ready for the ship and all the modules. And that ship basically is the dream. You get to use cloaking devices, probes to scan down unknown parts of space. And there's always the threat of being discovered by another player who might be out hunting explorers. Your heart's racing, everything, you know, bullets are flying, ships are all over the place, and you start shaking because your adrenaline's pumping because you're going to lose your ship. Let's go get the fucking lock Uh, okay. So that was the uh, Academy. I can't believe they uh, had some... I mean, you hear what the guy says at the end there? Okay, first of all, there's a couple things wrong with this that I would have improved. One is, don't put your uh, screens up for more information. And the video's not over. This really bothers me. Uh, you're watching it and those things just get in the way. Uh, you really need to lead off with some five seconds of black afterwards and put all the screens on that. Um, but listen to what... Hey, listen to what you hear with that bomber FC's voice. I'll bring you back a little bit. See if you can catch it. Or shake it because your jaw's pumping because you're going to lose your ship. Let's go get the fucking lock One more time. Right there. But I think even here, let's go back a little further. You're going to lose your ship. Okay, he says ship. So you're going to lose your ship, and then you hear the bomber I was saying, like, let's go get those fucking bombs off. And I'm thinking, is that really what you want in your, uh, your advertising? I get it. It's visceral, and that's good. But I don't, I don't think you want it there. I think, that, I think you need to be more careful than that. All right, so good stuff coming out of CCP. Uh, it's definitely some, some, uh, a few little criticisms I have about uh, some of the marketing materials. But, uh, you know, it looks good. And I think, I think uh, this will go over well with uh, people who are looking at this game for the first time. Yeah, Wormius caught it. Yeah, I caught it too. Yeah. Now listen, I don't care about bad words. We say them all the time. We're adults. Not a problem. This game is a video game that kids play. And even if kids don't object to that, which they probably don't because they use words worse than we do, right? Um, you still have this... You still have the... Uh, effective parents who are looking at this thinking, do I want my kids playing it? And this is why you behave a certain way. It's not, it's not the realistic way. It's the proper way. And there's, there's a definite, uh, there's definite way to do things. You ever seen that when people are, are doing something, not necessarily for the audience for that, but for the audience right next to them. There's a lot of that in politics, and I think there's a lot of that in, in EVE Online, too. I can explain it better a, a different day, but I, I don't think I'll get too far into it today. But a lot of times you're signaling, uh, talking about a group and being nice to a group. Like, let's say that, let's say that a message comes out from NC Dot, and NC says, hey, we really like, uh, you know, we really like low sec, we like small gang, that kind of stuff. He's not saying that for his members who are already bought into his whole presentation of NullSec. He's not even saying that for LowSec guys because LowSec guys already made a decision never to play with NC Dot. They don't want to do that gameplay. So who's he saying that for? He would be saying that for the people who want to be in NullSec but want to feel friendly towards LowSec. And that's the group you target. So that happens all the time in politics. That happens in EVE Online as well. Messaging is not always for the people that you're talking about or your own people. It's for the adjacent people. By the way, that's a, 
that's going to come in later when we talk about the messaging from leaders, which we're going to do tomorrow since uh, Gobbins, the leader of Horde, did a town hall. We'll go ahead and dissect that. We're also going to look at what was said coming out of the Imperium on their fireside. And uh, we'll have a look at test and see what they talked about at their town hall. Also, for those that are curious, there was a little bit of drama um, that happened about two weeks ago when I took a break. I took a break and then there was all this drama. And uh, I never spoke about it and didn't think it was necessary because it's not really part of what we do. But I do want to go on the record and I want to put everything together. And I'm going to make a video and put it out there that it kind of explains what happened, what was objectionable about, objectionable about it, what were some of the after effects and the repercussions of everything that happened? Um, I, I mostly went silent about it, which is the right policy. But at some point, I'm going to readdress it completely with, uh, with a ton of uh, citations and timelines and evidence and everything else. So those that wanted to know what happened, you will know. But uh, let me put a video together. Nick, Jen, you guys still here? Or did you guys take off? I'm still here. Hey, you can't get rid of me that easy. Okay, well, we're going to be back tomorrow with uh, Ashtarothi. We'll look at the Galente review. And then the day after that, we're going to do uh, leaders in their own words. And we'll listen to their dialogues and stuff. And then uh, Friday will probably be um, a relaxation day, as usual. We may have Rich do another interview session uh, like we did last Friday, which turned out to be really good. If you want, go back and look at it. It's about blops when it was announced. We had some Blops FCs, so check that out last Friday's show. But for now, that's all the time we have today. We will see you next time on Talking in Stations.